morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... 87.6! <laughs> it's Mon. <laughs> you guys giving me a hard time this morning. Pu- I thought you were past puberty by now. <laughs> Can you just give us those frequencies again? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever. How are you, Lyle? A bit of a sore throat, but I'm all right. Oh, are you serious? Oh, I have something for that. I'll give you something in the break. Something delicious. This is a black orange. No, but you can have that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I think that your, black orange is getting blacker. You can keep it's just your black there. orange. Yeah, it's getting a bit. If an orange yeah. has gone black, it's, it's been starting to feel like an old person. Dead for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not black on the inside, it's just black on the outside. <laughs> Ask me what I'm grateful for, Lyle. What are you grateful for this morning, oh, Mon? I'm grateful for Adam and Susie. Okay, tell us about Adam and Susie. So, at my second job, my day job, so to speak, not my early morning job here on the radio, uh, they are the people who run the own the cafe restaurant around the corner from where I work, where I sometimes yes. have lunch. I've talked about them on the radio before because we found out that we're both Christians and we've struck up a friendship, and they often pray for me along with Julie, the proprietor. They're really Isn't lovely, wonderful. People. Little fam- family, family business. Um, and then, you know, because they're in the in hospitality, they they start early and they finish early, so they're done with the day by three thirty. And I left my lights on. And uh, and my battery was flat. I did hear something about yeah, this. Yeah, and but I finished my shift around about seven p.m. when they're like well and truly snug at home. But I called them up and they came. <laughs> like, this is how nice the cafe people around the corner from from my workplace are. They so literally this is, got this is, out of bed. This is how they. What do you mean they got out of bed? Dude, they're cafe people. They go to bed early. They have three kids. They chuck the kids in the back of the car. The kids are all in their pajamas. And the five of them drove to where I was and jump started my car. And then because I had to drive around to you know, get the battery to, to you know warm up and stay up, um, Susie jumped in the car with me and the two of us went for a bit of a joy ride. And um, yeah, just salt of the earth, the loveliest people. This is, this is customer service. This, this is, is customer next service in Curry level Curry. customer yeah. service yeah. in Curry. I'm so blessed to have them in my Do life. You get, is there anywhere else in the world, And <laughs> give us a call if you can tell us anywhere else in the world that gives customer service like this cafe <laughs> yeah. in Curry. Curry, Curry, yeah. Best veggie burgers as well. It's the one next to IJ if you want to go have a check out. <laughs> this is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for The Breakfast Show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the TuneIn radio app.
Sarah Groves with When the Saints here on Faith FM. Mon, kick us off with the first clue for the quiz today. Yes, indeed. You know, we, you know, we nearly did three quizzes yesterday. Are you serious? People just yeah, like yeah, somebody, up. somebody got the second quiz on the first clue. Bang, oh, snapped it up just like that. What a legend. Did they get it before you did? No. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I have an advantage. I don't have to dial any numbers. <laughs> But if you reckon you can uh, get it off the first clue today, 1-800-324-843 are the numbers that you need to dial. That's 1-800. Now I've gone blank. (laughs) 1-800-324-843. You've gone blank and I'm I'm having a bit of a crisis over here. Every time the corner of my eye catches that packet of sultanas next to you, I'm like, ooh, a parcel. Oh, no, hang on, just sultanas. (laughs) My brain's done it like three times now. So you're getting the dopamine dip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's the excitement dip. of something coming in the mail and the let Dennis just sultanas. <laughs> yeah, Mon, have some sultanas. Have a mouthful of sultanas. Can you actually put them somewhere where my, the corner of my eye can't catch them? <laughs> nice. I'm not excited about sultanas. I just want something in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Shell and I are going hard with the um, no shopping for a year. No clothes shopping. No clothes shopping for a year, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're and doing I'm some grocery shopping, I'm having thankfully. some withdrawals. Every time I see something in the mail for anybody, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, okay, quiz time. What book am I? This is a quote from this book. Oh, wait, did we... Did, oh, I'm not going to know what we did last yesterday. Okay, the Lord knows how to rescue godly men from trials and to hold the unrighteous for the day of judgment. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Okay, right, don't even think you know what it is. If you know what it is, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. Um, or you can text us 0491-064-669. Lyle has, the answer. Lyle has the answer and the chapter and the verse. Book, chapter, and verse right there. No prizes for you, okay? Just come down. <laughs> down. I like it when I know the answer. I've been on a roll lately. The last... <laughs> 
four, I think. I've been on a roll. I've been on a roll for like two years, Lyle. No, no, the last four I've got off the first clue. I think there's maybe been like four instances this entire time when someone's got it before you did. Although there are bunches of people who get it before you and just don't call in because, you know, they want to want to keep your fragile man. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the reason? <laughs> oh, no, that, I, I imagine that's the reason. <laughs> Either that or they're driving and they can't make a call. <laughs> uh, okay. Lyle. Yes. Have you ever taken an Uber ride? No. You've never taken an Uber ride? I don't have, um, I don't have the app on my phone. Dude. See, I'm the kind of person who... travel and not use Uber? I use public transport. I take buses and vans because they're actually cheaper. I mean, yeah. You know, you, know, you go to a set developing yes, country and you get the, the no, typical no, no. high-ass van like, with like... If you've landed A million into, people packed inside let's say of you've it. landed at like 3 a.m. and the airport's like in Higgledipoo or far away from your accommodation and there's no buses or trains or nothing, what do you do then? Depends what country it's in. Um, I've, I've very rarely had this kind of a, a situation, but when I landed in Lima, Peru, mm-hmm. I took my, my luggage, which was had wheels, and pulled them behind me and walked off of the uh, outside of the, uh, the, the the airport sort of compound. And yeah, once yeah. it outside the airport compound, I stuck out my finger and somebody pulled up and um, I said I need to go to such and such a place and I paid them a small amount for them to take me there. Okay, that's like that's like that's the equivalent of like Lima Uber. Yeah, Lima it is, it is kind Uber of, Lima, but you can't do that inside the airport itself. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so yeah, there it's are, the equivalent. There are thereof. some cultures, but it wasn't where you wasn't do that. wasn't the app thing. It wasn't yeah, the app yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. In other countries, I've just uh, looked around for you know those vans, those highest Toyota, yeah, high, mm-hmm. and they're just like packed, yeah, jammed. Yeah, full. you jump in. You do have to be um, immune to body odor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that is the cheapest so form are, of travel on the planet. There are some some forms of travel that um, <laughs> and I've used bad you're, you're able and to do that I I can't like I was told specifically in Kenya not to get in those vans because yeah. it's just not safe for a woman. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I I use Uber all the time. Uh, I need you to get me to I need to get you to train me on Uber. It's actually super Uber easy training. and like compared to taxis, it's crazy cheap yes. compared to taxis. Um. And I use Uber a lot when I travel, uh, especially like in places in America, because America isn't always 100% connected with the public transport system, surprisingly. And, um, and like, like yeah, but I, if you're in the airport and you just Google public transport LA, you know, you're up and running. It's, yeah. It's, it's and, and if it's available, I'll definitely use it. But sometimes it can, like, it's three hours more, you know, longer than true, an Uber. And true. I'm, you know, and especially if you're like with other people, you can just split the cost of the Uber. Do you know that? Let me tell you a crazy Uber story. I landed into Miami one time at like three in the morning and, uh, and just caught an Uber to my, to my Airbnb. And I got in the car and within like a few minutes, my Uber driver was showing me pictures of dead bodies. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a crazy side story. So it turns out he's an Uber driver by night. Morticianist so by day. Three in the morning. Three in the you morning. You have an Uber driver showing you pictures of dead. And I've That's just, not creepy. I've just landed in this country and I'm like, this is my first experience off the boat. Woo! That's not scary at all. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not in the least bit intimidated yeah. by Uber all of a sudden. <laughs> no, because I like to chat. I like to chat with them and find out, you know, what it is they do. So yeah, he, he drives, he drives taxi, Uber taxi, uh, Uber, Uber by night. And in the daytime, him, him and his family have a funeral home. And so he was showing me uh, his – basically, he was, like, bragging his artwork. Like, he was showing me how good it was. And it was incredible. So he did show me before and afters, which were a little bit confronting, um, mm. you know. And it is incredible to see how – you know, what they can do to 
make a person look like they're just asleep yeah. from what they look like, what they're actually underneath all the makeup and stuff. So, mm. yeah. And so, you know, it you wasn't... Give them, some, give them some dignity. Yeah. And it wasn't... It was We didn't have a jovial conversation. Like, he was very, like, sober about it and just explained, you know, the process and he was very dignified about it. So, yeah, it was... Mm. It was it was interesting. Inter- probably my most interesting Uber experience ever. And since then, every time I've ever caught another Uber, because there's Uber Pool, which is where you can actually share the cost with strangers, people in the area getting the same taxi kind of thing. And ever since then, I get into other Ubers with Uber Pool, and I'm like, okay, everyone, let's share our weirdest Uber story and see who can win. And I've always won. <laughs> I've always won. <laughs> yes, that's how I make friends with strangers. Yeah. Anyway, I've got a story about an Uber driver. And this has got to be the most compassionate Uber driver I've ever heard of. Um, so this lady, her name is uh, Lamia Jabba. Uh, this is in New York. Uh, she was um, she picked up a, a, an elderly lady and discovered that she was actually driving her to work. So she had an early shift. And, uh, and she discovered that she was a grandma um, who was basically looking after her grandkids. And, uh, and even though she was well into retirement age, she was having to go to work because she needed, you know... Um, provide for the kids. Pro- provide for her grandchildren. And almost all her finances uh, were going towards this endeavor. And, uh, and as they were chatting um, during the, the ride, um, the lady, her name was Diane, uh, she mentioned that she was really looking forward to Christmas this year, even though it's only August, um, because she was hoping to get a new bathrobe... Um, some slippers and a dress for church, and uh, and you know they're not they don't seem like extravagant purchases at all. Um, but she just said, you know, I, I just don't have enough money to even buy clothes mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, and so after Alamia dropped dropped this lady off at work, she worked at a fast food joint um, just as the uh, as the lady at the drive-in window, and um, and after she dropped her off, she she couldn't get Diane off her mind, just couldn't get her off her mind, and uh, and so she she closed down the Uber app and didn't take any more passengers and just drove straight to Target and uh, and brought her a beautiful new dress and a $50 gift card and then went back to the um, the fast food joint and went through the drive through window. And when it came time to grab her food from Diane, she was like, hey, remember me? And Diane's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, here's a new dress for church and here's a gift card for the other thing. Uh, isn't that an awesome isn't story? That beautiful? That's an amazing like, Uber story. Uber drivers are amazing. Like, Uber, Uber has like... The stories that have come out of ride sharing in and of itself have been incredible, yeah. but I think this is going to be one of my favorite ones ever. It's so beautiful. And, uh, and of course, Diane was just, just broke down and cried. She was just couldn't believe it. Um, you know, Christmas came early for Diane. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, this is a, a great small deed that anyone could have done. And random act of kindness like exactly. that. Uh, it's just one of the things that makes our world go round, and we need to see way more yeah. of it. So today is Friday and we are heading into the weekend. Yes. So I want to challenge our listeners to have a think about a random act of kindness that you can do over the weekend. So you got two whole days over the weekend plus the rest of Friday. Have a good think about it. Maybe even plan. Just get ready to have it to do one. That's I find the easiest way to do a random act of kindness is be prepared to do one. So even if it's something like having a five dollar note in your glove compartment or you know a, a bag of fruit. In, you know, driver's seat, passenger seat of your car, or just something that you can give someone, or just you know, have a, a change of work clothes in the back. So if you see someone struggling to like weed their garden, just pull over, jump out, you know, put your put your overalls on and get down and get busy. Just there's so many things you can do if you prepare. So I want to challenge our listeners, and I'll challenge you, Lyle, and challenge producer Shell to do a random act of kindness over the weekend, and then give me a call Monday morning and tell me what you did. And then I'm going to share it on air. So number to call is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. I'm going to have a think about what I'm going to do as well because I'm going to do one too. 
I feel like I've had been I've been blessed this week. I've had people jump starting my car. Yeah, you have been. Yeah, yeah, random acts of kindness. Yeah, yeah, coming at me left, right, and center. So I'm gonna have a think as well, and we shall convene Monday morning. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Wondrous love is this, oh my soul, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul.
Welcome back, everybody. That's Jaden Lavick with Wondrous Love that you're listening to there on Faith FM. Mon, give us another clue for our quiz. What book of the Bible am I? Clue number two. My author says that some of Paul's writings are hard to understand. Okay, who said that? I think we all said that at some Ob- point. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. But it was obviously not the Apostle Paul who wrote one of these books. So that yes. will uh, eliminate a number of them from the Bible for mm-hmm. you. It also eliminates the Old Testament. Okay, so somewhere in the New Testament, clues coming thick and fast this morning. And just something I need to clarify with everybody as I go into this next story. Yes. And that is that uh, Mon and I did not conspire together this morning to in, in our preparation for stories. We didn't. We didn't. I'm all surprised. Because, because Mon is also known as Monsoon <laughs> <laughs> for two reasons. <laughs> when the news is playing and there's about a minute left to go... Mon will soon be here. We know this. And then when she comes into the office, she comes bustling through the door like a monsoon. You're telling everyone my secrets, Lyle. Yes. Oh, this is well known to our listeners. This is well known it's, to it's our well listeners. Known. I, I, so we didn't have time to collaborate. Yeah, no. But it just so happens that uh, we were talking about random acts of kindness during your presentation. Yeah. And mine is about random act of kindness. And we had a challenge in the last section to do a random act of kindness and to share it you know, over the weekend and to share it on Monday morning. Yeah. And it turns out that... Um, uh, that pl- I have a random act of kind of story to go along oh, with that. Oh, cool. Love it. So this one's a little bit sad. It comes from uh, El Paso in Texas where they recently had the uh, massacre, the yeah. shooting, and <coughs> the Walmart shooting. Um, and Antonio Basco um, lost his wife in that shooting. They'd been married for 22 years um, to, uh, to his wife, Margie. Uh, she was 63 years old. And it so happens that he has no family and she has no family. And so when he was talking to the funeral directors um, at Perch's Funeral Home, he just sort of mentioned how, you know, because the guy is obviously heartbroken. Yeah. Um, He was, he's like, I've got no, because they're like, who are you going to invite? And he's got, I've got no one to invite to the funeral. That's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And you know, you, you look at the photo of him here, and he's 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 pretty much you know he's, he's your um he's your standard oh, Texas. No, I, I can't look at that. Sorry, he's a standard Texas redneck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and these are these are loving, generous, good-hearted people. Um, and so the uh, the purchase funeral home home there in uh, in El Paso just simply put it up on their Facebook and said, you know, this guy's got no family. Um, and he welcomes anyone to attend the funeral. And it's kind of gone viral. It's gone, you know, right across this, right across the United States. And he's getting <laughs> you, you right there, Mon. <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it is. A, it's a very heart heartwarming. You should not have shown the photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate seeing. I hate seeing men crying. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's it's it, it's sad. But um, it's got right, gone right across the states. It's gone quite viral, and a lot of people are flying in. To oh, Texas wow. from all parts of the country, from you know, from LA, from Pennsylvania, just to attend. Oh uh, man, if I had the cash, I'd go too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, he, he's mentioned that you know they've been together for twenty-two years. He called her Angel. Oh. Um, and you know they plan to live their their lives, the rest of their lives together, and to grow old together. And that she was the kindest woman that he ever knew. Oh, that's so but, sweet. But um, yeah, one resident Javier. 
Munoz, um, who plans to attend the funeral, wrote, I've read all the comments from people all over the nation and I will gladly represent all of you who are out of town to show my love and respect. Oh, it's so kind. Yeah. Yeah, in the face of like such travesty. It is. Hatred. It is. It's really kind. And this is the kind of thing that we need to see happening at times like this because, you know, it is we, – we do live in a – in a world where awful things happen, and this is a particularly awful thing, but we can turn hatred into something good. And, you know, here we are on Faith FM Radio in Australia talking about people doing positive mm. things, um, you know, investing their time, investing their money to make, to just, just, just to do something, a random act of kindness to make a one man's life, one 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 mm. person, you know, feel that, that, that they're loved and cared for. Yeah, this is humanity rallying. It is, it is, and we need to see more of it because this is this is we talked about random act of kindness, how they make the world go round, and they certainly do. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and another person, another woman wrote, "You've got a whole city worth of family now, Tony. Oh. God bless you. I will be there with you. El Paso loves you, sir." I I hope that. It's not just they turn up to the funeral and then everyone loses contact. I hope that someone like actually makes friends with him and, and sort of becomes, you know, a surrogate family to him. Yeah, yeah. I hope someone goes there with the intent of like, do you know what? I'm going to get his details. I'm going to stay in touch. Oh, I live around the corner. I'm going to go visit. I'm going to bring him some food. You know, I hope someone, some people there are like, I'm going to include him in my circle. I absolutely. have a circle. Let me share it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, um, it's, it, these kind of things need to be more than a one off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because grief is one of those things that you know it. it he'll be he'll be busted up for a it while. It takes a long time for those wounds to heal, the the major wounds, and and then you're going to have other wounds that are not just sort of never going to heal ever. Um, mm. You know, for those of us that have experienced grief, we we know what that's that's like. Um, others that can't uh, are not unable to attend have been sending flowers. Oh, that's nice. Um, and so flowers have been coming in from uh, yeah right across the uh, the United States. Um, and, uh, yeah, somebody just sent flowers from Los Angeles, California. I pray Mr. Basco knows he and his beloved Margie are in the thoughts of many, including this stranger. Oh. Um, <clears throat> that was somebody from uh, uh, L.A. in California who who wrote that. A woman in Pennsylvania wrote, I truly wish I was able to attend your wife's funeral. I want you to know that on Friday I will be lighting a candle for you and your wife. Yeah. That's just so lovely. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's just an outpouring of support we have for... A, we have such a capacity to be really kind and really we lovely. Do. It's, it's astounding that we ever go the other direction. Human beings can yeah. be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we need, to focus, we need to focus on the on the reality that human beings can be amazing because I think so much of the time we focus on, um, on, on the fact that human beings do terrible things. I don't know why we waste our energy being horrible. Like if we, if we can be so good, why would we ever be so bad? Because it takes so much more energy to be bad than it does to be good. Yeah. And, and think of all of the, you know, because we were talking about, um, you know, the um, dopamine hits mm. uh, yesterday that you can get, you know, through social media and all this kind of stuff. If you really want a dopamine hit, if you really want to have that good, that, that, that good feeling, do a random act of kindness mm-hmm. for somebody, make somebody smile, make their life better. Um, and and just be a blessing in our world, and just when somebody does one for you, as you know happened for you um, last night, Mon, mm-hmm. just pass it on. Yeah, just pass it on to the next person, 
and let's keep those random acts of kindness, you know, passing on around our world. It's actually really thrilling to think uh, when someone does something nice for you and you're like, do you know what, I'm going <laughs> to pay it forward and, uh, and you do it for someone else. It's actually really cool to think the ripple effect that causes, like your act of kindness could just go on for years. Like I could do something nice for someone today and then they could be really, you know, overjoyed and, and you know, in a good mood and decide to do something nice for someone else. And that, and that person does something nice for someone else and it just goes on and on and on and on, like a great big chain reaction. And you have no idea how far-reaching and how long-reaching one act of kindness can be. Okay, so this is your challenge for the weekend. Do your random act of kindness and uh, give us a call. We would like to share it. We can share it anonymously if you'd like. Um, there's no problem with that, but let's um, let's start encouraging everybody to do a random act of kindness, to share that, and to you know to, let, let's get the ball rolling here. Let's mm. make some things happen. Very quickly, I did want to mention the miracle at Ramensk. Have you heard about the miracle no. at Ramensk in Moscow? Um, it's all over the news this morning. They are calling it the miracle at Ramensk. So you're a person cry. who does not like flying. Nope. You know when you go hurtling down the runway and you reach that particular point where the aircraft rotates to take off, you know, the nose comes up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right about there or just after that point, uh, they flew through a flock of birds and both engines died. (gasps) No. Not like you can put the brakes on and stop at that particular point. That's the point of no return. The point of no return. And the pilot was able to land that plane with no engines, no power, very little control, no wheels um, in a uh, cornfield and every single person walked away. Praise the Lord. That's amazing. That does not happen very often when it comes to airliners. That's incredible. And that's why they're calling it the miracle of Ramensk. And both pilots have been instantly uh, recommended for major awards. Yeah, for, of course. Um, being able to save Praise 233 lives. Oh, my goodness. As soon as you said it I was, was like, where did they land? Like, surely they would have been running out of runway. Anyway, we're going to be back soon. I have an interview coming up for you, that, a very special interview, uh, that I recorded um, at Big Camp, which was some months ago now. Um but, um, yeah, I've been waiting to, uh, to to be able to share this one with you, and um, it's going to be a blessing, so stay tuned. Come out of sadness from wherever you've been. Come brokenhearted, let rescue begin. Come find your mercy, oh sinner, come near. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And joining me here to record this piece in the studio at Big Camp, our tent studio, um, I have Lanelda. Lanelda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lyle. It's lovely to be back again. Yeah, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, if you just move close to that mic, that'd be fantastic. Yes. Now, Lanelda is uh, from Atsim. And uh, so I'm super excited to have somebody from our Indigenous community come on the on, on Faith FM. Um, this is this is a rare privilege for us. We need to do this more often. I reckon, Lyle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about ATSIM. What does ATSIM stand for? ATSIM stands for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Ministry. Mm-hmm. And all these years at camp, um, people have come up to me because we always had a little sign out there, ATSIM, and they're saying, what does that mean? And so this year, we've got the whole banner, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Ministry. So ah, fantastic. So you've got the explanation underneath I've there. I've got so it now, yes. Everybody does. So, so nobody has to ask you that question anymore. No. <laughs> fantastic, Linelda. How long have you been involved with ATSIM for? This is my... Um, 
Eight yeah. Eight years. Eight, eight years. years, yes. Well done. Congratulations. Amazing. Actually, uh, at Sim, uh, I, actually, uh, at Sim as in this conference. Sure. But I have been involved with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Ministries because I was connected with uh, Mamarafa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that must be about 20 years now, 25 years. Oh, 20 years. years. Okay, yes. well done. So you've been in ministry for a very, very long time yeah. then. Now, um, how long has okay? So, how long has Atsim itself been around for? You any idea on that one? It's been a fair few mm. years now, isn't it? It has, it has, yes. Um, long before twenty five, I think. Yeah. Actually, no, we just celebrated our fortieth year. Oh, 40, Okay, there you go. Yes. there you go. Yeah, down in uh, Victor Harbour. What kind of things does Atsim involve itself with? We involve ourselves with, uh, well, of course, um, getting into our communities. Trying to get our people to um, come to know the Lord. That's first and foremost. That's why we're there. But also to educate others. Um, because I know in um, many of the churches, uh, I, I, not many, I shouldn't say not many of the churches, I've spoken to people and they've said, well, how do you talk to an Aboriginal person? Uh huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think just being out there and talking with people uh, just helps them to. Um, to know that we're just, you can just come and talk to us. You're just not, you're just ordinary people. We're ordinary people. Fancy yes, that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Um, yes. And uh, really, really appreciate the uh, the work that Atsim does. Tell us a little bit about Mamarafa. You said you were involved with Mamarafa for yes. some time. How many years were you, there? were you there? I was there for 14 years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, Pastor Eric Davey came to me. I was working in Moree, actually. And he came and asked me if I would go over to Mamarafa College. At the time, it was just called Bible at some Bible College. Um, and I thought, mm, no, I'm not a teacher. Go and find somebody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I went over anyway. And, uh, you know, I think that when, when God calls us to something, uh, we need to just go. Yeah, I feel. yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, um, but, um, and so I went over there and, you know, we... Gordon Stafford, Pastor Gordon Stafford and I, we sort of uh, got, we were sort of like the pioneers, I mm. guess you could say that. And um, yeah, it was just a matter of um, getting our students in. Um, we we had, we started off a college as having students come in and uh, full time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, relocating to Perth and coming to college. But we found that that didn't really work too well because... We didn't have too many people, and with with the app study, we need to have a num a, a, you know a certain number. So we decided to go with like um like a distant ed, and that's how we we got students. We got many students coming in. Through and do you still have a uh, an on campus program as well? Yes. Yeah, so you got both distance yes. ed and on on yes. campus. Mama Rafa, um, they have three three streams of study. They've got the biblical studies, and they've got pastoral studies, and they've got um, health promotion. Fantastic! So, yeah. So the pastoral studies, uh, it's like you go, you relocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think what they're doing now, they're trying to sort of uh, at least do some some um, some units out in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, how many people would be going through Mamara for each year? Do you think? Because oh. I know you're not at Mamarafa now. You've, no. you've been left there for a few years. But I'm years hearing ago. some good stories. Yeah, I, I hear all, I'm always hearing good stories. When we were there, when I was there, sorry, uh, our classroom could only hold about 30 students. Um, and so 
actually that's yeah both classes um before I left, we were starting to have students in the in the library as well. So we had, you know, three three areas. But now I'm hearing there's like 200 applications, and and Mum Rafter has to say, no, you're coming <laughs> next year. So isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. that's that's thoroughly awesome, Lanella. So yeah. good to hear about it. Tell us about what has been happening in uh, in our uh, region here in recent times. I understand you're running a depression recovery program. Yes. We, well, it was run um, in. Oh, it's just in February. I think. February. Yep. Okay. No, and March. This, okay, March. March. Sorry, March. Was, and was this specifically for Indigenous people? Yes, it was. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a ten day, and you know, it's like you know, we go out to our communities, we're letting people know, uh, you know, this is what's going to happen. Uh, please come, and you know, there's a young girl in Maury that I I kept going back to her because. Um, she was suicidal. Um, her so the program was run in Moree? No. Okay. It was run at Camp Abadiah. Oh, okay. Yes, River. yes, yes, yes. Yes. And, uh, and then I, I was talking to another lady and she said, I think this is for me. But you know how the devil works? You know, then she, she came to me again. She said, no, I can't. And the young girl was going to come. She said, no, I can't. And so there were people who, and I'm not only me, but, you know, others, uh, the other facilitators. It was just so hard to get our people to come. Um, but the ones who came, look, I tell you, um, Lyle, that is that is something that we need to do in all of our communities. How big of a problem is depression in the Indigenous community compared to the broader community? Well, I didn't do my homework on that, but I know there's just so yeah, much. just anecdotally, anecdotally. Yeah, look, it's it's. It's to a large extent, mm, yeah. 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 And I think that um, I think that a lot of us do see that, mm. Um, mm. where you've got a, in some ways, a higher level of of uh, desperation. I guess yeah. I don't. I, I really don't know how to put it into words. Yeah. But um, how, you say how many people did you end up having down there at Obadiah? We had about uh, twenty. Uh, I think twenty plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Fantastic. You just saw the difference. Mm-hmm. You saw the difference in the lives in their in their yeah, you do in their faces. You know, in how they were talking. It's, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a great program, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, depression recovery program, and it doesn't matter whether it's um, you know indigenous culture or any other culture. It has yes. a powerful effect. I've never seen it done like you did in a uh, in a campus kind of an mm-hmm. environment. I've just seen them done as community okay, programs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I can imagine that if you're in a campus environment where you're actually giving each other, you know, really specific support, mm-hmm. that would be so powerful. Oh, it was. It was. And I tell you what, um, Lyle, you know, um, just going back, and I'm just, um, I just want to, because the food was just, just awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Leone G. Leone G, hello. Yeah, big shout out right there. Big <laughs> yes. shout out. Um, in, in, in Mission Days, I would just want to go back there because yep. just, just to see where we come from. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. The ration was flour, sugar, tea. So that's what our, our Aboriginal people got. They, that's all they had. Right. And they could, they could supplement with, you know, if they went and killed a kangaroo or whatever. Yep. But and in most of our homes, the Johnny cake, the damper, uh, it, it, and the sugar, it's, it's, you know, that's what we have, mm-hmm. most of us. And so to eat something different like that and see that what, what food can do 
to change our bodies, to change change everything. And change the way you think, to change the way exactly. your mind works, to have um, such a you – know, people don't realise how big of an impact food can have That's on their right. emotional health. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, people were just – and you can see their face shining. You know, it's just oh. – <laughs> I can awesome. I can see that you are, you have not stopped becoming excited about the no, uh, the no, results of the program. No. Where to from here? Well, good news. Uh, look, David is an awesome leader, and uh, I'm so glad we trained under him. Uh, we're doing another ten day. When's that? In um, uh, October eighth to the seventeenth, and uh, yeah, but this time I think it's here at Yarra Happening or. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. You're happening to its point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. And so that'll be another um, live-in program where you actually yes. come and and, and yes. stay for the ten days. Yes. And so thank you, North New South Wales Conference. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Really appreciate <laughs> that. Yes. Fantastic. Now this is this is what we need to be using places like yes, this for. Definitely. You know, if yeah. we're not using this to reach out to our community with mm. really really serious needs, um, yes. then what's the point of having a oh, an institution right. like this? That's right. And if you're listening today and you have no idea what we're talking about, then plan your next holidays to come to either Stuart's Point Convention Centre and, and bring your caravan or stay in one of the cabins mm-hmm. or Yarra Happening. They've got all kinds of cabins over there. Um, you're right on the beach. You're surrounded by nature. You can hear the birds in the background. I'm probably You can probably hear that coming through the microphone uh, because we are in our tent studio right here. It's an amazing spot and we are just, you know, we're being revitalised just by living by, just by living here. Yes. Just, just the environment is yes. it has a revitalizing effect. Exactly, yes. Yeah, fantastic. Yes. Lanelda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Lyle. That's Lanelda from Atom, and uh, right now we're going to uh, move on to our song break, followed by the 8 o'clock news, and then we'll be back with Encounter with God, our Bible study time. You're listening to Faith FM.
To Faith FM, positively different radio. Hi, my name is Pastor BJ, and I'd like to invite you to join us at Bunbury Seventh Day Adventist Church. We are a vibrant church community that meets every Sabbath at 9:30 a.m. for Bible study, followed by a worship service at 11 a.m. There are a number of groups that meet throughout the week where we eat, share, and study the Bible together, including groups for families and young people. For more information, please contact me on 0422-896-553. That's 0422-896-553. Is forgiveness, or the lack of forgiveness, eating away at you? A relationship breakdown maybe, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. You know, it can be dealt with. If you want to break the cycle and start living a more forgiving life, Forgive to Live is a program designed to help us all improve our lives and be more forgiving. Don't let it eat away at you anymore. If you're keen to discover the power of forgiveness, why don't you take that first step and head to forgivetolive.org.au. Harmony of your grace 
listen to your holy word for. This is my day with you. This is my day with you. This is my day with you. Child of God, won't you spend this day with me? Time is here when you are near by my side. Every day I have to face a thousand cries, offerings of worldly things to turn my eyes away. I step aside and you I hide. I have no fear for this is my. Day, my day, my day with you, my day.